This is CBS News Bay Area with Juliet Goodrich. Good evening. We all get a chance to take a breath after a string of storms that left a mess around the Bay Area. The bulk of the rain has moved on. And look at this. It left us with a beautiful sunset tonight. But in parts of the Bay Area, the picture isn't so pretty. The heavy rain brought trees crashing down on cars and is still causing a travel mess in the Santa Cruz Mountains. And in both the North and South Bay, creeks overflowed, flooding some neighborhoods. So things are starting to dry out now, but the break will not last long. Let's get to Chief Meteorologist Paul Hagan in our virtual studio with more. Paul. Jules, still a couple sprinkles out there this evening, but the bulk of the shower activity is quieting down now that the sun has been down for almost two hours. And we are going to get about a 36-hour stretch of dry weather ahead of us to let the rain that added up over the past few days soak in for a couple of days. Let's take a look at how much the rain added up to for various parts of the Bay Area. And in Santa Clara Valley, you overachieved a little bit. Expectations in San Jose were for just under an inch and a half of rain. Instead, you picked up almost two inches of total rainfall. Over an inch and a half of rain for Livermore, but the East Bay... That really went on a community-by-community community basis because just barely more than a half inch of rain added up in Concord, but about an inch and a half just down the road in Walnut Creek. San Francisco picked up over an inch and a half of rainfall, approaching two inches of total rain over the past few days. And the heftiest amounts, as expected, were north of the Golden Gate, over two inches of rain for Novato. And Santa Rosa picked up over three and a half inches of rain total since the first wave of showers moved in on Friday. And all this has really has helped to put a dent in the rainfall deficit that we've been running to this point in the water year. In fact, a couple of spots, Santa Rosa and San Jose, now running a slight surplus compared to what's averaged through the 22nd day of January. And we do have another chance of showers Hours. Not as significant as what came through last night. It's to the forecast for Wednesday. We'll track that with Futurecast coming up in just a few minutes. Paul, thank you. Turning to the peninsula, several parked cars are a mangled mess after the storm toppled over a large oak tree in San Mateo. As Jose Martinez shows us, one car owner now has to figure out what is next. Kelly Chen woke up to this. It's just depressing. I was so shocked and sad. I mean, this is, it was my first car that I ever bought for myself. And it all happened within minutes. Just take a look at these pictures taken around 4 a.m. Right after this massive tree fell on several cars parked outside of this apartment complex in San Mateo. This was the back window. Um, the tree fell this way, so I'm assuming it crossed that way. And then when the folks were cutting the, the, the twigs or like these trunks off, um, you can see how old the tree looks. There's like a lot of moss. This is just one of several emergencies reported during yet another stormy night in the Bay Area. And it happened just days after this eucalyptus crashed onto several cars near Golden Gate Park. Luckily, no one got injured here, but Kelly tells me now it's time to deal with the question who will pay for it? I called this morning. I'm still waiting for the claims adjuster to come over. And while she was trying to get answers, a whole operation was in motion. Workers spent hours cutting the fallen tree in the area near 4th Avenue and El Camino was closed until about noon. Good news is that nobody got hurt. Cam Feller also lives in the building. He says the tree was a big part of the property's history. It kind of tore at the heartstrings because it's, it's basically the the symbol of the building, you know, the heart of the building. And Kelly says that history brought her to the building. But today, it's all about dealing with what is left out here. Here's some of my own like personal effects that we probably need to clean up. 
but that was where the tree locked, knocked right into the middle of the of the aisle between the cup. Um, and, oh, let's see if I can get any of this stuff out. But yeah, it's all stuck in there. Let's grab some of this. Oh, I have some money in here, so I can save my money. So some people in Sonoma County are dealing with flood damage tonight after the storm left their neighborhoods underwater. In fact, some residents living in Sycamore Court in Guerneville evacuated overnight after firefighters went door-to-door -door warning people to be prepared. This morning we saw people wading in knee-deep water. We talked with one man checking up on a friend. It's a mess. There's propane tanks, wood, garbage. Probably little sewage that might have spilled out with the, that. Uh, I would be concerned about the electrical, uh, making a connection. In Santa Cruz, this apartment complex flooded overnight, and you can see several inches of water on the streets up to the wheels of the parked cars. Heavy rain caused a creek behind the complex to flood, sending the water rushing in. And here is a look at a mudslide near Saratoga in Santa Clara County. It blocked both directions on State Route 9 just this morning from Redwood Gulch Road to Sanborn Road. And with more rain on the way this week, we certainly have you covered with our first alert weather. You can also check live radar while you are on the go on our website, kpix.com, or the free CBS News app. Ah, the countdown is on to the NFC Championship game this Sunday. Uh -huh. The Niners hosting the Lions at Levi Stadium. So Vern Glenn is here with the very latest. And he just told me he knew they were going to win on I Saturday. I can tell in your cadence. You were nervous, weren't you? Uh, yes, I was. <laughs> and you, you weren't? Well, for as bad as it was, for as bad as it they still scored 24 points. True. And held them to 21. Okay, okay. I, mean, I, I just I, had that nervous. I think we all did. How long is a football game? It's an hour, right? I guess. So we waited no 55 minutes for them to turn it on. It's a, it's a bottle of champagne plus. Have faith, Jewel. <laughs> Have faith. All right. All right, latest. All right, 49ers again, a home favorite by a touchdown to take care of the Lions. Film study, treatment day today. Speaking of treatment, Here's the lady with Debo Samuel. Kyle Shanahan met with the media today and confirmed Debo's left shoulder is not broken. He left the Packer game early with that injured shoulder there. It's a pain tolerance issue. Shanahan said he'd have a better idea by Wednesday or Thursday if Debo's status would allow him to play. He is such a large part of the 49ers attack. One of the other big 49er concerns, how would they fare, Jules, in a close game? We got the answer Saturday night. The 24-21 win was their first victory this season, decided by five points or less. That's how you got to get it done. You know, we talk about it all the time, grimy wins. That's as grimy as it gets. It does check a box. I don't know. It doesn't help you for next week, but it does give us a little, little token of confidence to know that, hey, we, we can get it done. What a better time to learn how to win a gritty game than in the playoffs. You know, just a little bit of stress here and there for everybody. Stress, like yeah. a, a grimy game, and as soon as the game was over, I said to you know, everybody else, why? I said, man, I feel bad for the Detroit Lions because yeah. that, was, that, that, was, that was the shot to take them out. Mm -hmm. They survived. The focus is That's back. True. And so once they lay in the game plan, and it's just a matter of yeah. playing 60 minutes of football. <laughs> yeah. To get it done and go to the Super Bowl. I like Kittle's jacket. That was pretty cool. Wasn't that something? Yeah. His wife was dressed the same way. She's cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Vern. Okay.